Hi. Okay, I'm now live. Welcome to uh, Facebook Live. It's Thursday, July 27th. Hope everyone is keeping cool. I know there's no place, not even Alaska, which is really cool. Baltimore, I know we. it's been hot for a while, but the next couple days are in the high 90s, high humidity. So it's really, um, everybody be careful, drink lots of fluids, stay out of the sun, and hope everyone's doing well. Hard to believe it's August next week. Next Tuesday is August. So you'll get a lot of stuff from CTSS about the new month. We finished all these pearls. We're finishing the latest version of CTSS iQuiz. Uh, I need to do some checking. We finished it. Sarah did the computing side of things, the Apple Store. Uh, I now have test flight, and so I will test it, and uh, we'll go from there. Now, today's topic is IV contrast in the ER. You know, one of the things we've spoken about many times is protocols, right? So we talk about how protocols are so important. We talk about the challenge, particularly in the ER, and we'll only focus on ER today, in that this, the ER docs have always been difficult. You've seen a million articles written by ER docs, oh, radiologists are pain in the asses. They want IV, they want oral, it slows us down. We know it doesn't slow you down. We also know that when it takes eight hours to see an ER patient, it's hard to blame radiology for the extra five minutes. We've all become efficient. We use often water as an oral agent. But is this push in many places, both big institutions and smaller institutions, to say, oh no, you don't need IV contrast. And then you'll see articles that say, oh, you don't need IV contrast. If you see something funny, repeat the study. Then you argue, why do a study twice? You also argue and say, if you do a non-contrast exam, you might miss something and you would never get a contrast study. So there was an article published a few weeks ago by Yeh, Y-E-H, entitled, and it was published in JAMA Surgery, Intravenous contrast in computer tomography imaging for acute abdominal pain. And they looked to determine the importance of IV contrast. Did IV contrast make a difference? At the end of the day, the answer was it made a difference. And what's interesting, and um, you can see when you read the article, it isn't that occasionally it made a difference, but in 30% of the cases, you would have missed very, very important things if you did not give IV contrast material. You know, the, the ability, you know, and I'll give you a quote from one of the commentaries. In the low-risk patient, complications of IV contrast are often negligible and the benefits of routine IV contrast far, far outweigh the risks. And so what you're really getting is the right answer. You're getting the answer that says to you, you need to use IV contrast material, okay? It's not a trick. In this article by Shesh, Hiram Shesh, and where the authors from multiple institutions, Columbia, Cleveland Clinic, NYU, Michigan, Mass General, a bunch of different places. Here are the key points in the JAMA surgery article. What is the diagnostic accuracy of unenhanced CT in patients admitted with abdominal pain to the ER? 
And here was the conclusion in this multi-center diagnostic accuracy study, unenhanced CT was approximately 30 percentage points, 30, three, zero, less accurate than contrast-enhanced CT for diagnosing the cause of pain and identifying actionable secondary diagnosis. And what is the meaning? Okay, key points. In a general population of emergency department patients with abdominal pain, using unenhanced CT to avoid risk of intravenous contrast medium administration was associated with a large diagnostic penalty. Okay, 30%. I love this paper because there's always been articles showing with appendicitis, with diverticulitis, with pancreatitis, with aortic aneurysms, with ischemia, on and on with each application, the importance of IV contrast material. And there's been some articles talking about IV contrast and the importance, but never such a nice multi-center trial. And importantly, it's not in a radiology throwaway journal, it's in JAMA surgery. So the referring docs are gonna read it. Now maybe the surgeons will read it, maybe not the ER docs. But the importance of IV contrast, and it's not one institution, it's multiple institutions. And they had six different blinded radiologists from the institutions. Three specialist faculty and three residents interpreted their resulting unenhanced CT exams. So you could see that the study was very, very well done. It's a really good article to read. I can tell you a little bit more about it, but it's JAMA, May 3rd, 2023. And there's a very nice commentary after it, which basically just emphasizes how important these results are. And so what I'm telling you, we've spoken about this before, how we always have challenges in the ER, and then COVID has made it worse, stop using IV, stop using oral, and a lot of places haven't come back to baseline. You gotta do the studies correctly. Could you imagine missing 30% of the findings because you didn't give IV contrast? Yes, for some patients, IV contrast, you can have an allergic reaction, it's a small number. Yes, some patients with renal disease can be an issue, small number, and you know those in advance. But we're talking about routine abdominal pain, you missing 30% of the time. Here's the conclusion from the article. Unenhanced CT was approximately 30 percentage points less accurate than contrast enhanced CT for the evaluation of abdominal pain in the ER. Prior studies evaluating unenhanced CT in this population likely have overstated its accuracy due to a focus on one or a few diagnoses or lack of robust reference standard. The consistent results we observed across three centers suggest that the substantial diagnostic penalty we observed is likely to be related to the removal of contrast media rather than radiologist idiosyncrasy. So now it's no longer, oh, the radiologists, what do they know? It's now facts, and it's a really good article. It's important to read it. I think you should post it next to the scanner. You should send it to all your friends, and even people you don't like, you can send it to them. Because people need to read this article and understand the importance of what's being said. There's a couple good tables in the article. They looked at some of the diagnostic accuracy and where the misses were. 
and it's not surprising to you, things like renal masses, pancreatic masses, anything vascular, you're just gonna miss for the most part without IV contrast material. So excellent article. I don't wanna go on with the point much longer, but again, if you're not giving IV contrast, start giving IV contrast. If doctors are resistant to you, give them the article and tell them if you're doing without IV contrast, you're going to miss 30% of the findings. That is just unacceptable. So with that, I'll thank everybody for their attention. Take a look at the article. We congratulate Matthew Davenport, who's corresponding author, who's at Ann Arbor at University of Michigan for a wonderful article. And I think it's important for radiologists to write article in non-radiology journals. The truth is surgeons, ER docs, don't typically look at radiology journals, as most radiologists don't look at surgical journals. But having something in JAMA, particularly JAMA surgery, now I'm sure most ER docs don't read JAMA surgery, but it gets a lot of visibility and a lot of press. I'm looking at it right now, 4,393 views. So pretty, pretty good numbers. And it's worthwhile for you to read. It has really good references. And with that, I'll stop there and wish everybody a great day and keep cool. Bye, everybody.